This week we dive into a question from the group about cancellations, some thoughts um, about what causes cancellations, preventions, etc. Uh, then we go into some short, sharp tips about creating a perception of higher value, a premium service within personal training. And there's a couple of other questions that we go over as well. Enjoy. Thanks, Anthony. <laughs> What's your topic? What's your topic? I've got a fucking topic, Clyde. I'm shocked. Premium service or something. I'm just a premium service full stop. So come on. Christ, you're in one of their moods, aren't you? go back to the beginning and figure out how they came into my business first <clears throat> um, got to look at why I mean let's there's cancellations that are extenuating circumstances you know so if you have like clients such as um, Maybe shift workers and you haven't accounted for, maybe um, like a lot of younger kind of parents, like with small children. Um, I think if you kind of look at that type of clientele and that's a regular, regular, regular thing for you, then um, you've got your answer there. But I think you've got to look at the root of why people would actually cancel. I mean, if I've got a booking with someone or, or a service for example okay let's take my gym if I the only way I won't go to the, my gym and I have to book in every t every session I go to is if is like half an hour before if I'm stuck in traffic somewhere and there's physically no way of me getting there do you know what I mean um, but that to me and I travel like obviously we travel three four times a week uh, all around the UK so but then I keep thinking like, if I've got someone who's regularly cancelling, first of all, I've got to look at the time slots. You know, are, are they in the right time slots? Have I have I let them kind of dictate it or have I even dictated it more on them and not come to kind of 
an agreement, first of all. Um, second of all, it would be Christman. If someone's cancelling often, in my eyes, they don't want to be there. They don't want to... Well, they, they don't, do they? I mean, if you're dreading... If you're, if you're like... If you wake up in the morning, you know you've got a PT session later on or something later on, and like you've got this, it's like when when you do crap jobs that you hate, you get that horrible feeling on Sunday night and Monday you're just trying to find any excuse not to do something. And I think I think people gen generally know when there's extenuating circumstances, and if uh, versus people don't want to come up to your session, turn up to your sessions. So I think. In reality, look at how they've come into your business. Has it been very reactive? Have you been kind of trying to con overly convince someone to come in? Um, do they enjoy the sessions? Do, you know, uh, things like that, I think you've got to consider massively. Yes, you can put 24-hour cancellation policy in and blah, blah, blah. But let's be honest, if, if that was the solution to what probably 20 or 30% of your clients every week are doing, then you wouldn't have an issue. So I'd go back to how they come into your business. Are the time slots correct? Is there circumstances in their lifestyle which could bring up cancellations? If so, right, no problem. Let's put this in place so that if it does happen, you've got another option. Um, so yeah, I, I could go on about it, but I, I, they're, they're my general thoughts. Um, about consistent cancellations, you know, people that that one or two, three, four clients that are out of a month cancelling two or three times, that's what I'd be looking at. 24 hour cancellation policies made me laugh. Um, they made me laugh because it's not a policy, is it? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? Like, until the session, until the money is that going to create more problems? Probably going to create you. A relationship's going to break down a little bit, which means, therefore, eventually you're just going to lose a client. Like, it can be put in so many better ways. Like, you've got 24 hours to communicate to me that you can't make the session, and then you've got seven days to rebook that session, or you could potentially lose the money. And massive sessions that you could rebook are X, Y, and Z next week. And in the meantime, can you just update me on? Um, can you look at, I don't know, in fact, I even ask the client, Okay, so you can't get here today. What's possible for you to increase activity? Um, you've got these options. Increase activity away from the gym. Do your program that I send you every week, but you just might do an additional session. Do you need another program? Do you need a whole program? Like, there's so many alternatives. Straight away as an industry, we just go, clients are pissing me off. They just don't, they don't be cancelled with the cancellation policy. Mm -hmm. You stick for it. Um, they don't want it enough. Like anything, isn't it? Like when someone buys into something, they've got all intentions of doing it at first. 
Yeah. Um, a lot of it comes back to the generation of the start, like you said. Yeah. But it's just, I just thought it'd be good to touch on that to give the girl a little bit more context and I'll tag her into, the, into this in a bit. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, the industry is like a 24 hour cancellation policy, and if you don't do that, we'll take the money off you. Okay, sound. Because that's helped, hasn't it? Mm. I think um, what used to help me in during a consultation is making sure that uh, the potential client that I've got in is obviously in your pre-consult you'd maybe find out regular time slots that they'd be in and obviously doing the lead gen at those times but then just sitting down and going right there's a blank week um, your normal week you even like your busiest week possible first of all like how many hours can you prioritize um, to work on your goal you know every week so whether that's two three four five whatever it is you know not particularly gym sessions or pt sessions but how much time you got to dedicate per week for your goal um and then what do those time slots look like going forward you know um that sometimes puts it into context for them um instead of how many gym sessions can you get to a week or how many pt sessions can you get to a week um it's just a bit of a different perspective on it. It's, it's putting the ball in their court, creating some autonomy within it. Um, and you're not kind of, I suppose, setting them up for their perception of, oh my God, I've got to, you know, what does a gym session involve? It involves me making sure my kit's there, making sure my bag's packed, making sure I take it to work, going somewhere different after work, cooking meals. These are small things, but you've got to think about how it impacts people. Um, and you've got to, so if you put things in a different context for someone, um, often the outcome is a little bit, often the outcome is better and a bit different. So that's how I approach it from a consultation perspective. Yeah, yeah, cool. But do you want to, should we go into your topic that you wanted to chat through and then we'll go for it? Yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought it would lead probably nicely on for the last couple of weeks of like the December and November and December kind of prepping for that. Um, and I just wanted to kind of, I suppose this will probably be a, a couple of different videos on this because it's a big subject really. And so I was whoop, nearly smashed my laptop. <laughs> it wouldn't make any difference, would it? Let's be honest. Um, yeah, I just wanted to maybe, you know, I think we, we, we've talked a lot about value and lead generation. Um, so I was thinking about like how you can start to differentiate yourself from other people and really create more of a, like a premium service, like above and beyond service. Um, and obviously when you create that, you create a perception of a premium service and that, that price point of value should be going upwards. So um i first wanted to kind of compare it really and give a bit of a comparison of what premium kind of looks like um so i thought we'd go and an easy a really really easy one is kind of looking at um the hospitality industry isn't it like the hotel industry um or or even or even gym chains and and the 
the affordable and the premium kind of services that you, you that you receive and the facilities etc so you know it, for example um a hotel is a hotel right it's a building you pay to sleep there you pay to stay there so what's i mean what's your experience of let's say going to a premier inn <laughs> that we were at, that you weren't at but we were at recently and um let's say a I don't know, a radisson what would you say the big differences are or a malmaison I said it right this time Yeah, same, same as me. And I think when you, I think when like for okay, for example, like, um, obviously we stay anywhere pretty much we can closer to the gym that we're traveling to or we're working out the next day, and that goes from like hotels in the country to like premier inns and holiday inns and and all different types and I can only think really of one 
hotel that we've told everybody about, which was uh, when we stayed in Citizen M for the first time, and a couple of times, yeah? Yeah. Um, so like when you go in, and, and to be fair, it's, it's a self-service hotel as well, isn't it? Like you can check in by yourself, they've got the screens there, but there's always someone there to greet you, to make sure everything's okay, to explain where the restaurant is and how that works and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, after that, you, 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 would, tell, you would tell everyone about it. And the, when I went to London then soon after, I searched out a Citizen M to then go to. And I think my main thing with, with trying to give that difference is that you can walk into a, you can walk into a gym and you can get a personal training session off anyone, you know, which is, let's call it the, you know, the bog standard average personal training session and service. But then think about how many people walk away from that and tell all their friends, tell every single person about them, you know, their fr- their, all their friends about the service they got and the level it was and the, and the stuff they received. And... So to add value and to bring that in, I mean, first of all, we talked about customer service, first of all, you know, that's so um, overlooked, so overlooked. Let me just give a point on this as well. Um, I absolutely piss my sides laughing when a personal trainer turns around and says their perception of them as a pure gym PT from members sometimes. You know when we talk about the foundation training, their perception is that they're a cleaner. I'm like, cool, who's give that perception off then? Because that's, that's for you to control. Mm. Like, 100%, like, how are you making them feel like you're not like a cleaner? Or what? How are they aware that you're a coach in that gym and that you can help them? So I just wanted to jump on the back of that because it's something that gets on my mm. nerves at the time I hear it. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of questions, mate. So, Harry... No, I've got it here. Alright, mate. Any tips on page? He said he said he loves himself a premier in as well. Any tips on coaching technique techniques, conversations with both clients as a PT and PTs, as a GM to find you and use their motivation to support them to reach their goals, especially with intrinsic clothes. PTs, yeah. Um, it comes down to I, I I personally think it comes down to like you've got to find out what they feel competent at first of all, what they feel that they can do and be successful at, um, whether that's coached. And, and led by you, and this goes to, there's no difference whatsoever with PT with a client or a manager to a PT. Um, they've got to have an element of, it's my choice and I've got a decision in this. Um, so that you've got to create autonomy. Um, and then they've got to have a level of trust and feel a little bit more, a little bit safe um, in the environment that they're in. And that doesn't mean they have to feel completely 100% comfortable in the gym, 
but I mean the environment with, for example, yourself or if it's a client with you as a trainer. So for me, that comes from consultations, it comes from the pre-consult, it comes from the onboarding process, and that continues throughout the throughout every session, really. Um, so those three things there, for me, will help that massively. Comes back to what we just said, though. Like, we're talking about service from employees, self-employed person to members to gain trust, value, and understanding. It's exactly the same within a team, isn't it? Like, you as a manager have to gain the same levels of trust, understanding, value from your team to get them to buy in and drop their barriers down. Uh, and that comes with service and understanding that you take. Um, and that, again, will come with time with people. Um, I found that God has in and helped coach PT in the past and gone, I think to myself, right, these guys are really struggling to put their barriers down, so I need to just dictate, and that doesn't work. So really just open, like, like Nick says, create autonomy as much as you possibly can. Get them to measure progress between the conversations that you have will work massively but more so get to know them for who they are not necessarily for who they are in the gym but also for who they are outside the gym what makes them tick um, and how like how can you really show that you give a shit about them mate like that's the biggest thing for me like do you understand I know this is the basics but yeah they got kids what's the names the partners names what they do at the weekend what the hobbies like take an interest into their life and that will go a huge long way trust me um God, mate, when I used to manage the pure gyms, I used to have like 10 to 30 minute conversations with the cleaners about their kids and so on, and that used to go so far. Like, but when it got to times of year when we were short on staff because of holidays or whatever, like, they do anything for you, so anything like that, go one way. Um, but it's like the same with this, like, PT to if we're now talking PT to client, it's exactly the same types of conversations. Understand the person, it's not going to come up one or two conversations, get them in for consultation for emergency business. Like, you need to understand the bigger picture of someone's life before you take them on. Now, that then will eliminate the problems that some of you are getting now, like cancellations that we talked about before. Because if you know that 100% of mum of two can't train at half six at night, putting the kids to bed and sort them out, but she turned around and said, Next Wednesday, I'll come in at half six. I'll get my mum to look after the kids and you know that's not going to stay forever but you might want to keep that slot long term you know it's not going to stay there so you might be able to push back and go right could you keep that slot for the next three months well probably not because I've got to rely on my mum and my mum goes here there and everywhere okay cool so what other slot could we get that can stick to it's the same types of conversations but I wouldn't know unless I didn't know mm-hmm. uh, it's more than programming like PT to clients more than programming it's like you've got to listen well to the client again manager to PT got to listen to them got to yeah, I've always said that the best, some of the best trainers are the guys that are very, very good at questioning, asking questions, and even better at listening. Is that 
Yeah, I just think if that's your focus, that's your focus, and that's all you'll see. Is people with headphones on. That makes sense. Okay. Premium service. What would you? What would you? Let's say I'm a. Let's say I'm a, I'm a PT, and yeah. I sell. Hours of personal training. Um, or monthly blocks or whatever. Let's say it's kind of that. That kind of service. That level of service. Um, let's just give some like quick quick wins on stuff that they could add in to start to build that perception of value higher and higher and higher you know um, one thing I I, I learned this from um, from working in a, a gym in Sydney where it was really really kind of expensive and, and exclusive and you know the service was just unreal in the amount of like contact points etc but every time they would come into the gym the, this is a personal training gym it's not an open public gym it's it's literally they come in for their sessions they'd have um, a bottle of water they'd have a sweat towel ready every single session something small like that will go a long way um, when they sign up as a client they would get maybe in the first week of signing up they would get a bunch of different emails and calls to like okay they've done the first session they get a call the next day to see how it went you know any concerns how do you feel blah 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 almost just that customer satisfaction that check-in after the session um they would also get kind of a bunch of i've talked about this loads a bunch of it was like a, a series of videos from you know how to deal with how to deal with this type of program that we were sending them and how to use this this was 12 years ago spreadsheet and and all these kind of things so when they came into the gym it was just about training they had little bios and videos from the coaches because they'd get assigned like a personal trainer um when they when they joined and they'd have a little video bio about them um those tiny little things make a massive, massive difference to people. Think of the the level of service um, that creates. Things like um, things like this time of year, Christmas cards, um, birthday cards. Uh, Christmas nights out, um, 
you know those monthly challenges we were talking about last last week um maybe even like a monthly boot camp getting all your clients together that can work as a phenomenal referral strategy um quarterly days out where you may go do a tough mudder or go to snowden in the summer or you know go down to the beach for the day and have a workout and a barbecue on the you know all that kind of stuff i think it's just it's really really those those things there are just so so simple to do but go such a long way and again like let's talk if we compare that to if you compare that to hotels it's those small little things that make the big difference isn't it in 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 how that's in how you perceive that hotel um so these tiny little things can really really add up and i feel if you can start to implement these things people get that people can differentiate real real easy between yourself and let's call it the bog standard trainer personal training service um even things like recipe videos shopping visits um anything like that like a, just a bunch of stuff that is not only going to help the client but it's just a comp- just another level to what they would expect you know when you buy a pt what do they actually expect they probably just expect that hour of personal training and maybe and maybe not even nutrition advice sometimes you know so if you can absolutely go above and beyond and create that perception of value you know instead of you worrying about convincing them to pay it again you know it's almost oh my god look at look at the amount of the level of service and the amount of getting for the price and paying so i think little things like that make a huge huge difference anything from you no i was just saying and then you've done like an e-book on kids nutrition and then you send that out and then you 
chat to talk about stuff like that. Uh, like you just said, they might be uh, quick fire kind of family recipes that you give out that you know your demographic is really stuck for time. Uh, and you might come up with an ebook of recipes that will suit the full family that they can cook in half an hour so they're not making three or four different meals. Like, again, that's just another nice touch. I, I, let's go to the materialistic type stuff like t shirts, like t shirts will work well. talking a lot about the basics there um and it's you know it's absolutely fundamental to 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 anything is getting those basics right you know i mean what do they what do people expect and how can you go how can you drilled into me on the cruise ships how can you exceed expectations every single time um you know if people are expecting like a workout written down on a piece of paper and you've got a branded app that they can download and they've got everything on there and um, you know they get they've got this cool kind of social media area where they can share their stories and they can get advice and you know you do a, a meal at Christmas and there's a secret Santa that you've sent like it sounds real silly and really really like pedantic but it, it, like there's so many simple things that you can do that will just add tons and tons and tons of value into your business it's unreal um and that's just above and beyond the kind of foundation stuff you know so i think if you're i guess if you're a pt watching this or watching this back or listening and you're kind of maybe even struggling with the organizational side of things you know don't go don't take five steps forward when you haven't worked out what the foundation stuff is you know Think about if you're going to put it into kind of sections um, or titles or areas. The first one I would say is communication. How do you communicate to your clients and how how have you got the communication set up for them? Um, the structure and direction. So the structure and direction, how is the program presented either exercise-wise or nutritionally? Um how do they report into you? How easy is it? How easy is it to follow? You know, what what are they going to get from that? What are you getting from it? How's that? We were talking about this morning with a guy, weren't we? Um, how's that quantifiable from month to month? So you, you both can see the improvement or maybe look at the, the weak areas so you can improve 
Um, so it's real foundational stuff. So structure, I think structure, direction, and the communication side of things, you know, you've really got to, I suppose, constantly develop, but really nail those things, really nail those things. Because um, as we said, premium service, you know, if you booked a hotel or you booked some, you know, you booked something and you pay for it online or, you, you know, you were paying for it on the day, you'd expect confirmation, invoice, where to find it, what, what, what happens when you get there. You know, even a simple intro email into people when they've signed up for a, when they've signed up for you, for your PT business, you know, they get an intro email into where, where they're going to meet the sessions, what to wear, what they're going to get. Um, you know, all those kind of things are just, they're so simple, but they're just, just so effective as well. So, cool. You smashed away a little bit there. Yeah. Okay. Um, happy days. Any questions, guys? When you watch this back or you hear this back, we'll put it on the podcast. Um, 
Um, yeah, any questions or any details you want us to go into about the stuff we've talked about, just comment underneath the video and we'll, we'll add it in maybe at the first part next week. Um, so yeah, happy days. Happy days. Right, geezer, I'll leave it to it. Laters.